Happy Hump Day! Welcome everyone to the Xander Effect. I'm your host, Xander Dames. Got a lot of cool stuff to talk with you guys about today, including Harvey Weinstein sentenced to 23 years in prison. That's going to be in entertainment news. Brian Ortega issues apology to Jay Park after slapping him at the UFC event in sports and in video game news. E3 2020 is officially canceled. We'll go ahead and talk a little bit more about that. Plus, I have special guest hip-hop artist Twism White Piece on the show. He's going to talk to us a little bit about uh, his struggles things that he went through and one certain event that completely changed his life for the better and for his family's wellness as well but first here is paulina's complicated a fallow remix right here on the xander effect
Complicated, a fallow remix right here on the Xander Effect. In entertainment news, Harvey Weinstein is sentenced to 23 years in prison on rape criminal sex act convictions in New York City. So today, pretty much uh, justice was served for many women that were raped by the former uh, Hollywood mogul. And uh, it's crazy because in se- during the sentencing, he actually had a few words. That Harvey Weinstein's been pretty quiet during the, the whole process. And he had a few things to say uh, when he was sentenced, when he was asked if he had anything to say about, you know, everything. And he still stands by his word that he thought he, he actually thinks that he did nothing wrong, which is so freaking disturbing and crazy at the same time to think that this guy actually thinks that he did nothing wrong to so many women. I mean, if you have like, like, God, I don't even know. I, I've lost count of how many women you know, uh, came forward to accuse him of this, then gee, there might be something wrong with you, bud. You know, at the end of the day, that's pretty much all it boils down to is to how many women you actually did so wrong. And because of that, he was tried and convicted and now sentenced. And many women are very, very happy that justice was served in that process. Harvey Weinstein went on to say, uh, to tell the court, quote, thousands of men are losing due process. I'm worried about this country. He also said that he was trying to protect these women. Protect them from what? Exactly. I mean, this doesn't make any sense. He actually, he was actually under the impression that he's had a good relationship with all these women. And basically he maintained that all of the, all of the, the, extramarital affairs were all consensual and he he still thinks he did nothing wrong of course you know every criminal is always going to say they did nothing wrong you know just to go ahead and save themselves i mean harvey weinstein is 67 years old by the time he gets out of prison he'll be in his early 90s if he even makes it that far apparently from what his lawyers and everybody else is saying he's he's got you know he's got a lot of health issues um and they're pretty much afraid that he's not even going to last the 23 years in prison uh more than likely he'll end up probably dying in there that that's what a lot of a lot of uh, his well his attorneys and his health and health officials are are claiming, but at the same time, you know they have to go ahead and say this because they want to see if they could appeal it and get him less time. But you know what? At the end of the day, you get what exactly what you were convicted for and what you deserve. If if they found you guilty, they found you guilty. There was multiple women that came forward and and testified against you. Amongst them were the victims Miriam uh, Halei and Jessica Mann. You know, both of which 
were, you know, were very, were, were actually, you know, pretty, you know, they were, they were very satisfied with the conviction. Halle went on to say, quote, I could only hope whatever sentence it's long enough for him to acknowledge for what he has done to me and others. She went on to say, I believe that if Harvey Weinstein was not convicted by this jury, it would happen again and again and again. Rape is not just one moment of penetration. It's forever. He even there was even reports that Harvey Weinstein tried to reach out to uh, to uh, to Amazon mogul uh, Jeff Bezos and a couple of other people to try to help him pay for some of his uh, you know some of his legal fees because he's completely he's completely broke he has no money coming in uh, he also uh, went ahead and contacted Michael Bloomberg uh, to see if he could get help from them. And so far, it seems that neither one of them, there were reports that neither one of them responded. I mean, you know, gee, why would you? The guy's a a convicted rapist, and so many people are coming up to you. Like, you don't want to get mixed up with something like that. You want to stay the hell away from that. So I don't blame him for that. Justice is served today, and that's the bottom line. In other entertainment news, Coachella and Stagecoach Festivals are rescheduled to uh, go off without a hitch in October. Well, at least so far. It was reported earlier this week that Coachella decided to postpone their their event. It usually happens in April. And uh, there was a There was a statement issued that basically said, At the direction of the County of Riverside and local health authorities, we must sadly confirm the rescheduling of Coachella and Stagecoach due to the COVID-19 concerns. While this decision comes at a time of universal uncertainty, we take the safety and health of our guests, staff, and community very seriously. We urge everyone to follow the guidelines and protocols put forth by public health officials. So... That's going to be a lot of sad news, you know. It's going to be sad news for a lot of uh, a lot of fans that love going to these events. A lot of celebrities, especially, that love going to these events. Coachella went ahead and continued on, saying, "Coachella will now take place on October 9, 10, and 11, and October 16, 17, and 18, 2020. Stagecoach will take place on October 23rd, 24th, and 25th, 2020." All purchases for the April dates will be honored for this rescheduled October dates. Purchases will will be notified by Friday, March 13th on how to obtain a refund if they are un- unable to attend. So that's cool that they rescheduled it, but the issue here is that the COVID-19, the coronavirus, is not said to be cured by then. Hope, like I, I'm assuming that they're probably rescheduling it by then because they're hoping that officials, you know, put a cap on it and main and and pretty much uh, they they uh, keep it, you know, contained at least and start minimizing the exposure of the virus. Because health officials, U.S. health officials, have already said that there will not be a vaccine until not for another year, maybe long. So that's that's the unfortunate part. And uh, but I mean, again, it's one of those things where you can't really stop, you know, you know, continue on with business because obviously the stock market, everything has been affected. Businesses, everything, uh, cruise liners, uh, uh, you know, uh, airports, everything has been affected by this virus to the point that, you know, they, they can't really 
just stop everything. So I'm assuming that by then they're hoping that things get better. And if they do, great. If they don't, looks like they might have to reschedule it again. In other entertainment news, Vin Diesel uh, teases a big surprise for Fast and the Furious, the new movie that's coming out, Fast and Furious 9. Uh, he was seen at the red carpet uh, event for his new movie, Bloodshot. And uh, so far, it seems that there's a lot of a lot of uh, you know an all-star cast coming back for Fast and Furious 9 for F9. Uh, this includes Kurt Russell Char- and Charlize Theron so far, and also uh, Oscar winner Helen Mirren. They're all making a comeback for for the new movie, for the new uh, F9, which is really cool. Uh, it stars John Cena. John Cena uh, plays Vin Diesel's uh, character's uh, Dominic Toretto's brother in the movie. So, But Vin Diesel still apparently has another ace up his sleeve saying that, quote, I can't tell anyone... But it is so awesome. That's pretty much as far as... Uh, oh, and he also went on to say there is a big surprise coming. So he left it very vague, uh, very, very cryptic. So we don't know exactly who's uh, going to be coming back. Uh, and if it's everybody, and if it's very awesome, I mean, who knows? Who knows who they're planning on bringing back? I mean, there's just like an all-star cast already in here, so it'll be very interesting to see who they're gonna bring in. Maybe Eva, maybe Ava Mendez might make a comeback. Remember, she was in a lot of the Fast and Furious, on a couple of the Fast and Furious movies. Uh, she was definitely in uh, Too Fast, Too Furious, uh, and then she made a cameo at the end of uh, one of the Fast and Furious movies. So there's there's possibility that uh, she may make a comeback. She may might come back for that. Or they may just put in somebody huge uh, in the movie. I mean, you never know. I mean, it could be Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, who knows? But it looks like uh, Vin Diesel's pretty excited about uh, about who's going to be making an appearance in the new Fast and the Furious 9. I guess we'll have to wait and find out and watch the movie. In other entertainment news, I had the opportunity to interview uh, an up-and-coming hip-hop artist by the name of Twism White Piece. And his story is one story that is very hard, but at the same time, very inspiring. Uh, He's gone through a lot of trials and tribulations in his life, and uh, he's trying to make up for it through music. Plus, stay tuned because he does have a pretty huge announcement that you're going to want to stick around for. So on the Xander effect, I have Twism White Piece. He's an up and coming uh, hip hop artist. Twism, how you doing, man? Man, super cool, brother. How are you today? Uh, it's a rainy day in my paradise, but, you know, other than that, we're we're all good to go over here. At least it's a paradise, right? <laughs> and, well, with the coronavirus, who knows now, you know? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> a, quarantine, a quarantine paradise. Yeah, right? Exactly. It's freaking crazy, man. But we're not here to talk about the coronavirus because that's been, like, way over-talked about. We're yes. here to talk about you and how um, how your, your, your uh, music is, like, you know, quickly growing. And I even read that, you know, basically there's a comparison that says if Eminem, you know, it's, it's on your website. It says if Eminem were Tupac, then Twism White Piece would be the notorious B.A.G. That's a bold statement to actually, you know, be in comparison because those are all three of those are huge icons in the industry. 
Yeah, and you know what? I stand by every sense of the word. I mean, you know, obviously I'm still a diamond in the rough right now, but, uh, you know, with my resume and and ability and confidence, not to mention just the, the sheer – uh smoothness of the the originality you know that's why that's why i get compared to biggie a lot because mm. Pac had that rough aggressive gangster kind of flow that's it's a lot like what eminem does he's a you know that aggressive uh, uh attack flow Agreed. um you know notorious big had that laid back you know charming uh let's call it you know a, a superbulous flow you know what i mean it was very swagalicious yeah suave great one you know what i mean um, so that that's that's more where I like to 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 stay in line with you know ladies songs um, you know good party songs good vibing songs so that's why that's why the uh, comparison is there because uh, you know I don't I don't really care about beefing with anybody man I'm more about you know just trying to peace love chill and, and enjoy the moment you know what I'm saying we only got so long so. No, I agree with that. And yeah, you definitely have. I was going to actually say that, that uh, listening to uh, your song, um, I actually heard, I was like, yeah, you know, he does have kind of a Eminem feel to it, but less aggressive, less, you know, hyped and more just relaxed, more like LL Cool J style. Yeah, LL, you know, another, that, another one I'm comparing to, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's and that's that's what I was listening. But talking about, you know, you not wanting to beef with anybody, you did come from a very rough background of uh gangs and and a very violent background tell me a little bit about that uh, well, I mean, we could start all the way back in the past with uh, uh, my father, you know, committing murder back in the day and, of course, going away for life on that. Um, my mother got locked down in prison. We have that whole traditional no mother, no father background raised by the streets. And, of course, being raised by the streets comes with, you know, peer pressure and, uh, you know, negative influences, man. And so I grew up living out of boys' homes and institutions and, and shoot, man, moved so many different states and so many different cities because everywhere I'd go, man, it's just one bad decision after another, whether it be uh, selling drugs, whether it be selling guns, whether it be uh, breaking and enteries, robberies, man, whatever it is, man, I'm not, I, I don't like to glorify it because, you know, I believe that that is, uh, that's what's wrong with the world. We glorify all the negativity, right? So, mm -hmm. you know, part of being who I am is accepting responsibility for what I did, but, you know, also showing that we can overcome what we were, you know what I'm saying? Just because I may have kicked in a door and, and, you know, held some guns to people or, or sold, you know, guns by bucket load, man. It just, you know, there's there's a better place than where I'm at now that I can be able to sit back and look at people and say, you know, yeah, I did these evil things, but let's not talk about them. Let's talk about what we can do to make the world a better place. You know what I mean? So... No, and I, and I completely agree with you, man. I mean, uh, that's a that's an incredible outlook to go ahead and 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 see your future, where you're going, and you know what what uh, what you're doing now. But what what exactly made you suddenly change your ways? I mean, I mean, from what I understand, there was a there was a specific event in your life that made yeah. you wake up and say, "No more. I'm going to go ahead and go clean and just you know yeah. focus on the good stuff of life." So, uh, November, well, actually, let's say October 31st, 2013, man, we were taking, I have five kids all together, but at that time, I only had uh, four with one on the way. And uh, we were taking the other four kids to Halloween, and we came back from Halloween, and we were sitting outside, and it was about one o'clock in the morning, and we were sitting with my neighbor, who, you know, happens to be the king of the block, man, and, and I happen to be his right-hand man, you know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. we were sitting outside, chilling and whatnot, and this car just kind of creeped up on us and started shooting at us with AKs and 9 millimeters, and... Wow. 
from that, my wife uh, fell on the fence and my son was born five months early. Oh, Two of my man. friends were shot and hit. And from the pictures, if you look, man, I literally missed being a casualty of the ghetto violence by probably four or five inches, man. And if it weren't for one of my friends actually falling on top of me and pushing me out of the way, I probably would have died right then and there. Uh, there's also another picture of my kid's window. Um, and right above my kids' window is like a bullet hole from an AK-47 bullet. And it literally goes right above the window and right over the bunk beds of my two kids, which that's, that's crazy, right? That's, I mean, when you're, when you've got kids as a parent and you see how close they come to being, you know, victims yourselves, you kind of, you hold yourself responsible and you say, you know what, maybe it's, maybe it's my actions because they're, they're not the ones making bad actions. Yeah, the know? innocent not, ones. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you know, out of that summer, man, I lost, uh, I lost six friends that summer, um, to gun violence. And that was the worst summer that Indianapolis had ever seen for gun violence. Um, I think pretty much in the history of Indianapolis, um, you could pretty much set your clock by the killings that happened every Sunday. Um, and my house just happened to be right in the middle of it. So every time the gunfights went down, you know, me being the one, I was right standing outside with a gun in my hand, trying to protect another friend or trying to protect my house or, you know, and just the, the accumulation of all of these choices and the, all of these situations, you know, you just kind of realize at one point in your life, you know, you're like, I'm in over my head. I'm in over my head and something to happen if I don't get out now. You know what I mean? And, you know, I mean, call it God, call it a higher power, call it whatever you want to call it, man. Whatever made that push in my life to to change and to move away from that, it was probably, it's probably the only reason I'm still alive, man. It's the only that's, reason I'm still alive. Wow, that's incredible, man. I'm, I'm glad that, I'm glad that you got out of that life because, and, and, <laughs> and, and you know what, you know, you wouldn't think either because Indianapolis is a predominantly Caucasian, you know, type of, you know, place. Well, I don't know. Well, it used to be. It, it, it may have used to be, but now, now it's it's not so much. Now it is. Uh, now, now it is very much a uh, multicultural city, man. Very much so now. Wow. Yeah, well, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm like I said, man. I'm I'm happy that you know you got out of that. Question: Were you were you doing hip hop while you were involved in all this, or did yes. the hip hop happen after? No, I've been doing hip hop for about fifteen, sixteen years now. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, maybe even longer than that, probably looking at about 17, 18 years now. I, I started doing hip hop. Um, okay, let's say I've been doing it as a hobby and, and as a lifestyle choice for about 17, 18 years, professionally and on a serious level, let's say since 2008. So, I mean, what's that, 12 years? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, I was doing this, and in fact, I was um, heavy into uh, touring at that time. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I was leaving my kids and my family at home a lot at that time. Um, I was in a lot of different clubs at that time. So there was a lot of different, um, you know, confrontations that occurred during that time period. Um, in fact, you know, I would say that, uh, you know, a lot of my decisions were made during my career based upon the lifestyle that I was living. So, like, 
it kind of glorified the life that I was living. And as a rapper, you know, that's what everybody wants to hear. And that's what everybody wants to see. So I was making big success off of that, right? Mm-hmm. Talking about selling weed and, and guns and all this stuff. And yeah, man, for the time period, I guess that kind of worked. And, you know, that's who I was and whatnot. But as we've grown and progressed, you know, obviously I can't sit there and talk about things that used to be, right? So that, so. That's, that, that's, that was actually going to be my follow-up question is whether or not your lyrics have changed since, you know, you decided to make a change for yourself. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we still wrestle with our demons, and and uh, one of my demons is, uh, you know, um, <laughs> my past. <laughs> yeah, so, of course. you know, uh, I still have my moments where aggression and anger and, and frustration get the best of me, but uh, for the most part, I like to stay as real to the idea of being an iconic Caucasian change in hip-hop. Um, which in itself means that I have to change my mindset. I have to change my actions. I have to change who I am in order to become the person that is worthy enough to carry that title. And I do this because I look at my kids and I listen to what they're listening to. And I see the, the influences that they have. And as much as they think I'm a joke, man, you know, if I was to make it big, like these people that they're looking at, then they might tend to follow after me. And maybe I'm saving their lives. Maybe I'm saving some other children's lives. Maybe some kid that's doing the gang activity right now looks at me and says, you know what, man, I can do this. I, I, can, I, can, I can make it, you know? And I know a lot of people say, well, you know, Eminem already did that, but I, I don't feel like Eminem is doing his due diligence to his iconic status. Mm-hmm. I mean, he may be an icon, but he's an icon for all the wrong reasons. I, I, it's time to show you or to show the world, I guess, what uh, um, a good quality, you know, guy is that wants to change the world. I mean, I'm not trying to fight anybody. I want to, I want to help the person down the road with their bills and I want to get the homeless off the streets. And, and mostly I'm about the kids, man. There's no kids that should suffer. You know what I mean? That's, True. that's really what I'm about. So. No, that's, and that's, and that's a very good, you know, that's a very good way to look at life and, you know, to look at your craft, to use your craft actually for that kind of a platform. Um, the other thing I was wondering is that, when you you mentioned that you get you know obviously we all get upset we all get angry but with such a past that you have do you usually find yourself tempted to go go back to the life sometimes if somebody like you know maybe an enemy irks you wrong or do you use that and put it in the lyrics <laughs> instead and say you know what instead of me doing this this is my therapy i'm going to go ahead and let release my anger on the next song I'm going to tell you honestly from, you know, just from the bottom of my heart that it is every single um, person who is supporting the idea that together we can affect change in the world through hip hop that is saving my life. If it were not for music right now, if it were not for this hip hop career that I have and the responsibilities that I have and the dedication that I have given to this career and this lifestyle, I would be dead. I would be back on the streets. I would have already, I, I, there's many a time I've already considered it, but I look at this and I say, you know what? I've came too far. I came too far. And if I throw it away now, then I never deserved it in the first place. And and that's kind of like slapping, that's like slapping everybody in the face who ever believed in me, whoever supported me, whoever bought an album, whoever, you know, rep my name on social media or rep any of my merchandise, that's slapping them all in the face. And you know what, man, I come from the streets, man. You just don't disrespect people like that. You know True. what I mean? You, you carry yourself a lot more classier and proper than that. So, I mean, that's, that's where I'm at. 
No, it's that's saving good. my life, bro. It is, it is straight up. Saving that's good. That's good, man. So it is. So in, in, in essence, it is therapy. And in essence, you actually, you, you go by the old saying, you know, I didn't make it this far to just make it this far. Exactly. So, exactly. I mean, uh, look, I, I guess, I guess when I said that I had a dream, I had a dream that meant bigger than what I'm doing right now. I mean, some people are like, you know, why aren't you satisfied with what you got going on? Now? Yeah. I mean, it's cool. It's great. It's wonderful. But when I see what's going on with the world, as a human being, I can't just stand by it, it. It bothers me inside. There's something inside of me that gets annoyed and irritated watching the suffering of other people. And, you know, maybe I'm the one with mental issues or something, but I feel like it's my responsibility as a human being to listen. I've done so much evil in this world. I think it's my responsibility now to be the hero. And so I'm going to be the hero. I'd rather be the hero. Well, Hero that's, is the right way. <laughs> that's hey, you know what? That's a good. That's a that's a better way than than the latter. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's let's go. Let's you know, <clears throat> for a second. Let's go to your name, Twism White. Yeah. Obviously, Twism. The world is mine. That's the acronym yep. for Twism. But yep. White Piece. Where where did the name come from? What did the entire name uh, come that, from? That's my street man. That's my street name, bro. That's that's what they call me on the streets. They call me White Piece, man. Um, if they say you need something, man, go holler at White Piece, man. If you you need. That you need to cop some garlic white piece, man. <laughs> basically, uh, basically, I was a one of a kind white white individual. I mean, most of the white people that they meet in the hoods are are not like me, and I'm not I'm not like one of those types that's all tatted up and and talking all slanged out and 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 banging and all this. Like I was a I'm a legit dude, straight up. I'm just me, but I chose a a, a lifestyle that got me into a lot of situations and where a lot of evil and harm was done. And, and, you know, I came out winning every time and, and, you know, blessings to the higher power, but, you know, I can only think about the other people, you know what I mean? And that's, you know, that it, it causes me to lose sleep now. I mean, my eyes are always black. You know, I, I have nightmares now of the things that I've done in life. And, you know, in some sense, I'm trying to redeem myself. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. maybe if I can save enough people in the world, I can, save myself you know what i mean like i, I know that. it's crazy bro i know it is but you know like i said this this game really saves me these fans really save me um the changes that i make to try to be the musician that i want to be that's what's changing that's what's saving me you know because it's causing me to make different changes and and i hope that somebody listens to this and i hope that they say you know what maybe man if he can do it maybe i can i'll help you i'll help whoever needs help man don't don't act like you ain't got somebody because there are people out here who still want to help the world. That's still want to save it. That's good, though. That's good to hear, man. Um, so you're balancing being a dad and being a hip-hop artist. How's that balance treating you? Shit, that's hard as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. <laughs> oh, my God. Is it ever? Okay, so first, let's let's just take away the, the busyness of having five kids. I mean, you hear yeah. my dog going crazy right now because <laughs> the kids are outside playing, and he wants to be out there with them. So, I mean, <laughs> if it's not one thing, it's another, right? Right. But, uh, then you try to add that into uh, recording, mixing, mastering, promotion, video work. Um, interviews. Uh, <laughs> interviews, yeah, exactly. And, and, and you know what? For the most part, I've got the most supportive family in the world. I mean, obviously, you know, after so many years, they all would like to see me make it now. Like, mm. you know, for real make it because they've seen how many nights and how many F and how much money and, you know, just they've seen, they've watched, they're on the backside of it. Right. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, they've been really supportive. They help out with the songs. My kids are the ones that help me do my videos. Um, you know, my daughter helps me with the album covers. She's wicked cool on Photoshop. Um, and there's been some really great people like Jimmy Starr and Eileen Shapiro from World Star. They're amazing. Um, I've got, you know, Bruce from BNS Designs. That guy was just incredible as a sponsor. Um, I mean, Mike from Anything Goes Project, that dude is a really great help right now. There, I just, I could go on and on. Music City 2018, um, WOAP Radio. It's all because of these people who are actively pushing and promoting the idea of Twism White Piece because it is so unique and so refreshing. It's actually being absorbed. And, you know, I mean, that's, isn't that what it's about, right? Of I course. Mean, but yeah, so. <laughs> that's cool, though. That's cool that you have your family that's, that you guys are all working together as a unit, yeah. you know, because that's the most important thing to have is family that supports you and, you know, is, in fact, helping you out as much as possible because this business, it's cutthroat, man. It's, it's difficult, and there's a lot of sharks and snakes out there, man. You always got to be careful. Well, there's more sharks and snakes than there are the real. And, 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 you know, that's a lesson that I've learned repeatedly over the years. I mean, my advice to anybody trying to do this is go be a doctor or a lawyer. (laughs) I I mean, I'm dead serious. The world's full of enough rappers. Why don't we try to get some, some educated people out here actually doing something with life? Because it seems like everywhere you turn, somebody's a rapper and, You know, my family, like, like, like I said, my family, they watch me bleed for this. They watch me die for this every day. They watch me cry because I don't, I don't, I, I'm not where I want to be. I'm not where I should be. And as much as everybody thinks I'm so amazing, that's great. But we need, we need to rally together to get that final push. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and that's where my family comes in really strong. You know, my wife is is absolutely my rock. If not for her, I'd be a ball of sand on the ground. You know what I mean? So it's, it's incredible to see the responses when it's needed. You know what I mean? It's, it's different to have people in your ear like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. But it's another thing that when you're totally down and out, somebody comes in and scoops you up and says, don't worry, we can walk together. You know what I mean? Oh, that's fantastic. And then, I mean, and you got 14 albums under your belt so far with another one on the way, right? Actually, man, I want to announce right here on your show, man. I wanted to make your show the, uh, the official announcement, man. That Oh, here we go. Yeah, I have just released my 15th album. It's known as 2020 Twism. And I'm going to tell you right now, it is proof that I am the only other great white artist besides Eminem. And that is no disrespect to any other artist out there trying of the Caucasian influence. It is just that it's time to put up or shut up. And this album definitely drives it all the way home. There's no denying it. There's no arguing it. You can read the reviews. You can read what people are saying about it. And it's not, it hasn't even been released yet. And people just heard it, you know, cause they subscribe and they get those early releases and stuff. Right. So mm-hmm. they heard about it before I even got a chance to talk about it. And they're, they're loving it. They're loving it. They're loving it. So, I mean, uh, yeah. That's fan, that's and that's fantastic that there's so many people that are loving it. How how um is it when you go up on stage and you see all these people, you know, waiting to hear you, you know, waiting to hear you perform? Uh, okay, so I've done 164 shows in two different countries. Wow. And I'm getting ready to do 165. If everything goes good, there is a ter- a, a coronavirus thing going on here in yes. Toronto. So. Yes. 
Uh, you know, it's still up in the air. But um, I will say that no matter what stage I get on, no matter what song I'm doing, and no matter what crowd it is, um, you know, I walk away and they remember me. And that, to me, is the most important thing. Um, you know, I've been approached out on the street like, hey, man, ain't you that guy that put on that awesome show the other night? Yes. You know what I mean? And they're like, uh, and of course, you know, I myself am a performing artist. So seeing people's reactions, seeing them jumping up and down, seeing those bright lights, that's that's my that's my paradise, right? That's that's my rainy paradise right there. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> that's a quarantine paradise. <laughs> a quarantine paradise, exactly, exactly. So uh, yeah, so I mean that that in itself, the, the performing part of it is just uh, you know that's 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 everything right there. No, that's that's amazing, man. So at your next performance, well, oh, well, by the way, you know, provided of course, you know, this virus isn't uh, uh, is canceling a bunch of things. We just uh, we just uh, heard that uh, the Coachella here in uh, here in California is actually postponed now because of the coronavirus. Yeah. Um, the SWSX conference or whatever. Yeah, it was South, by Southwest, whatever. South by Southwest. South by Southwest also yes. canceled completely. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. that's also done as well. So provided that you know, with this with this whole thing that's going on. Uh, and you're able to perform where exactly is your next performance uh it's called the Wayland bar it is in toronto ontario it is part of the coast to coast tours that they got going on they've uh, expanded here into the toronto area so um it's actually opened up a lot of uh performance opportunities for you know you to be able to you know uh meet greet network things like that so and of course i'm all about that because you know as an independent artist um your net network is your net worth so that's what counts. Yeah, exactly. That's, no, that's cool, man. That's cool. And of course, you'll be performing uh, songs from your new album. Uh, tentatively, yeah. Uh, you know, I might be there just promoting it and doing a different one. Um, but you know, if all goes well, I, I you know, I might do one off of here. I, I'm still waiting to see who likes what. You know, it's still fresh. It's still new. Um, I like to get a feel of what's the most popular songs off of there because the way I write my albums, I write them for everybody. So I mean, they have uh, love songs, they have uh, motivation songs, they have uh, party songs, they have a song for everybody. Um, but then there's usually that one song that that seems to be the commonality between everybody right so mm-hmm. um i'm waiting to see what that one is still no that's awesome man and 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 right after right after we're done talking here i'm gonna go ahead and actually play uh one of the songs from your album called overdose but before we go into that uh just out of curiosity how can people follow you how can they stalk you on social media <laughs> Check out all you got going on, all your events, everything. Um, okay, so check it out. First off, man, um, I'm very heavy on Twitter, which is Twism White Piece. Um, and of course, you can find me on Facebook under Twism White Piece and on Instagram under official Twism WP. Um, now, easiest way to do that is to go to the website official twismwhitepiece.com or you can go to uh, smarturl.it slash twp fcr music and it'll take you to everything everywhere all around the world um it's got my press release in there it's got everything you need to know man and of course it's you know we live in a world where everything should be easily accessible with a tap of a button right so 
I've got songs on there for you to download. If you want to download some of the past ones, we're actually getting ready to out- upload some of the newer ones. Uh, so that'll be exciting. A lot of the fans love our newer music because it's, you know, more professionally done and whatnot. Um, and and so, you know, we, we like to keep our events there. And of course, I also have a radio station called FCR 247. Um, and we do a lot of our events there. So I'm cross coordinating between the two websites. Right. So nice nice yeah man no man it sounds like you're incredibly busy and like i said we're gonna be we're gonna be playing uh overdose here before i start playing that tell me a little bit about the song and the lyrics okay so overdose is it is an attempt to show the world that you can talk about uh conversations that may not be so appropriate you know like like cocaine or marijuana or alcohol or things like this but use them in a way that um you know i'm not saying that i'm any cleaner or any more pure than than uh uh you know some of the other rappers out there what i am saying is that i put it together in a manner where you don't feel so dirty afterwards listening to it and uh this song is about love and it's about the addictiveness of love and how you're willing to you're willing to just forget about everything else and focus on that person and that, 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 that love that you have with that person. And, and it's numbing and it's addictive like cocaine and it's, it makes you loopy and airheaded like marijuana and you get drunk and comatose like as if you were drinking and that my friend, that is love. (laughs) That, (laughs) that's a very interesting way of saying that that is love, but Hey, to each his own, right? You got it, man. You got it. <laughs> right on. Well, with that, with that being said, Twism White Peace, thank you so much for being on the Xander Brother, Effect, this was man. great, man. This was great. Thank you. I'm happy. I'm happy you had a good time. I had a good time, too. Hopefully, I get to have you on the show again very soon. Yes, man. Whenever you're ready, you just let me know. You let publicists know. And we'll, 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 we'll go from there, man. Sounds good, guys. Up next, we have Twism White Pieces Overdose right here on the Xander Effect. Toxic. I'm you the wizard. 
for days. Yes. Trading favors, that's our way. Yes. Haters hate the way we play, but the rules we break in our love is game. Trade, trade, trade it for nothing. You're in my soul, I need your love. You love feel me? Fire inside, you know it means something. It means something. In this life, you'll need for nothing. Never heard it to my heart's ambition to provide you all my love. White piece overdose right here on the Xander effect. Thank you so much, Twism, for being on the show. Hopefully, we get to have you on again very soon with some new music. In sports, Brian Ortega apologizes for slapping Korean rapper Jay Park at the UFC event. Apparently, uh, he went on Twitter to issue an apology, saying, "Tweet, well, him tweeting." I want to officially apologize to Jay Park for Saturday night. When Zombie is ready, we can fight. Now, here's the thing. Was he coerced to go ahead and apologizing to avoid any legal ramifications? Possibly, because there were reports that uh, Jay Park's management was going to press charges against Brian Ortega. So there may there may have been the possibility that Brian had to go ahead and issue an apology. And uh, apparently they... Uh, they uh, checked with uh with uh with uh jay park's uh you know uh contacts and they they went ahead and said that he's doing fine uh you know he wasn't he was he was okay from the whole ordeal it's not like he was permanently damaged or anything like that his uh record label aomg released a statement saying quote we checked and it's true that ortega tried to pick a fight however security acted quickly and he was forced out we know fans are worried but he is not injured at all he was he has no issues to his health right now so pretty much it was an open and shut 
issue. Uh, so far, Brian Ortega is still scheduled to go ahead and fight um, Chan Sung Jung, the the Korean zombie. So for you know in the featherweight division. So there's gonna. I mean, who knows? This might actually fuel the fight even more so than than it was already. You know, it was already a heated uh, a heated issue. So this might actually uh, inspire Jung to you know get get uh, some more stuff going against Ortega very soon. In other sports news, Rob Gronkowski signs with the WWE and will debut on next week's SmackDown. The former uh, tight end for the New England Patriots uh, retired from the NFL and is now a WWE wrestler, apparently. <laughs> I mean... I mean, the, the WWE has always been known for for always hiring former athletes, former football players, former MMA fighters. So it's you know, I mean, it it's um, no surprise that they decided to hire uh, Rob Gronkowski to go ahead and boost some ratings. Uh, I remember that um, Gronkowski was involved in a couple of uh, a couple of matches, uh, you know, uh, a couple of years ago. One was at. One was at uh, a WrestleMania event where he went ahead and he tackled another WWE wrestler, uh, Mojo Raleigh. This is back at uh, WrestleMania 33. He kind of speared him a bit. Um, and plus, Mojo Raleigh's also been, you know, there, it's been known that Mojo Raleigh was also friends with Rob Gronkowski, you know, behind the scenes, obviously. So it's no surprise that Gronk has now become uh, the newest member of the WWE roster. And it should be interesting to go ahead and see him and see what kind of character the WWE has decided to make him for, you know, for wrestling, you know, for, for sports entertainment. So we'll see what happens. We'll see exactly where all of this will lead very soon. In other sports news, a motocross event turns fatal as staff sergeant at Pope Air Force Base... Samuel Ryan was killed trying to attempt a 20-foot jump at a uh, motocross um, event at Lost Valley Motorsports Park in North Carolina. Apparently what happened was that he was trying to attempt this jump and he missed it. He actually uh, miscalculated the, the landing and he basically landed but he, he was short of the landing causing his whole entire body to go forward over the handlebars and land headfirst over the tire causing pretty much death on impact at that point. So it was a very sad day uh, in the world of motocross and uh, very sad for that entire family as well. Up next in video game news, E3 has been officially canceled. I'll go ahead and go through that. But first, up next, here is Uncle Swerve Africa gone. Right here on the Xander Effects.
That was Uncle Swerve Africa's Gone right here on the Xander Effect. In video game news, E3 2020 has been officially canceled due to coronavirus concerns. The ESA, the people that throw the E3 uh, uh, convention, uh, put a a statement out saying, after careful consultation with our member companies regarding the health and safety of everyone in our industry, our fans, our employees, our exhibitors, and our longtime E3 partners, we have made the difficult decision to cancel E3 2020, scheduled for June 9th through 11th in Los Angeles. Following increased and overwhelming concerns about the COVID-19 virus, we felt this was the best way to proceed during such an unprecedented global situation. We are very disappointed that we are unable to hold this event for our fans and supporters, but we know it's the right decision based on the information we have today. So that that's a huge blow for a lot of gamers. That's a huge blow for a lot of gaming companies. Obviously, the coronavirus is uh, something that is is now officially become a pandemic, according to the World Health Organization. So many companies are taking precautions. Many, uh, many like like I like I reported before, many amusement parks are also taking a lot of precautions. They've closed down a lot of amusement parks in uh, the areas of Japan uh, and in Europe, different areas, and. Uh, uh, it just, you know, now, I mean, South by Southwest was uh, officially canceled as well. As I as I said earlier today, um, Coachella and Stagecoach has been postponed. So many different things are going on. And, it you know, E3, it was just a matter of time before E3 was going to be canceled as well. So who knows what's going to happen with any more events. WrestleMania is coming up. There was talks that uh, WWE official Stephanie McMahon, the 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 daughter of Vincent Man gave a statement that she, they might actually end up having to uh, to also uh, cancel WrestleMania. So there's a lot of worry about this virus and with good reason. So we'll see what happens uh, with uh, any other events coming up. In other video game news, it looks like uh, 2K Games is trying to get a second crack at Madden, at, uh, NF- at the NFL games, actually. Right now, as as far as we know, uh, EA has had its hands in, in, uh, in the NFL games with uh, Madden. So it seems that uh, they their contract, I mean, EA Games has an exclusive contract with the NFL to do their games until 2021. So once, but once their contract is up, it seems like 2K Games is actually looking to possibly cash in on that and take over after their contract is up. So that's going to be really interesting because 2K Games always has a lot of really cool graphics and a lot of. Uh, it, it doesn't screw up as much as 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 uh, as Madden does. Um, you know, Madden lately, it's he's they've been kind of. Uh, They've been trying their best, but at the same time, they haven't done the best job in helping out their players. There's been a lot of glitches with this with this uh, Madden Ultimate Team uh, 20. Uh, I even have a, a buddy of mine who pretty much got his account hacked on Xbox. And when he tried to go ahead and ask EA or tell EA, look, I got my account hacked, all my players are gone, EA just pretty much shrugged their shoulders and said, 
oh well, sorry, can't help you. That's not exactly something that you want to go ahead and tell your paying customers that, you know, pretty much have not only paid for the game, they've also paid for in-store in-game in credits. That's not something that they want to hear. I would want to hear that. I'd be incredibly upset about that because that's not what I paid for. I paid for a certain service. So maybe it's a good idea for EA to take a break from the NFL and from football games, focus on other games, you know, that that uh, they do better on. And uh, yeah, that's that's the bottom line. Hopefully 2K will go ahead and get the contract for the NFL. That's the news in case you haven't heard it. Join me next time as my guest will be B. Taylor. He is one of the artists of the song with Flo Rida called Night of Your Life, which is also the theme song to the Xander Effect. He'll be here talking about his new single called It's On Me. And let me tell you, it's an amazing song. You're going to want to go ahead and listen in on that one. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time. B. Taylor. Florida. Live it up. The Xander Effect is powered by 5050 Global Music Inc. BMG and Sony Music The Orchard in association with Art19 Media.